Welcome to the PR Moment Podcast. Produced in association with the Marketeers Network. Welcome to our February 2024 review of PR pitches and mergers and acquisitions in the UK PR scene with Andrew Block, um, where we're going to discuss the biggest, most seismic pitch wins and mergers that we've seen in the PR sector this month. Andrew is the lead consultant PR social content and influencer at the new business consultancy firm AAR and a partner at PCB Partners, where he advises on the buying and selling of marketing services agencies. He's also, well, he was also, I should say, a co-founder and managing partner at PR agency Frank before stepping back in 2020 to found Andrew Block and Associates. A quick mention about the relaunch of PR Moment. If you take a look at PRMoment.com, you'll see a brand new design with lots of new features, hopefully easier navigation, and also the launch of our new subscription training service for senior folks within agencies, PR Moment leaders. Do take a look and let us know if you like it. Thanks so much to our PR Moment podcast sponsors, the PRCA. Andrew, welcome back. Hello, Ben. Uh, go on. It's a busy month. Lots of big stuff going on, especially on the on the pitch side of things this month. Um, we'll have a little chat about the, the state of the market later, shall we? But go on, kick us off with um, a, a nice win for Houston. Yeah, lovely win for Houston. Um, they've just won Tortilla, the Mexican fast food restaurant. It's a financial corporate investor relations brief, sort of showcasing their progress against their growth plans, how they're expanding, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, good win for them. Houston's, um, they also work for Domino's. I would assume that the sort of great work they've done for that in terms of promoting them to local communities was what picked up the ears of Tortilla. And now they have two fabulous fast food restaurants on their roster. Right. Well, that is a, um, yes, yeah, a nice bit. I don't eat enough tortillas, Andrew. I should I should maybe try and correct that sometime soon. Um, and a nice win for W. Yes, they have won the, your luxury swimwear brand of choice, all of our brown. Um, so really nice win for them. It's all about driving broader awareness through the brand stuff that they're doing through partnerships to help make them the epitome of holiday style. Um, but yeah, really nice one for them. I think W have been doing a great job of building out their fashion credentials. They're already working for brands like Montclair, Prada, Gucci, Palace, Human Race, Levi's, the list goes on. So pretty enviable list of clients. Um, and Bold Space, we don't probably possibly haven't talked enough about Bold Space because they are on a roll. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to them, they've been on a roll ever since they've launched. Um, very, very impressive agency. And they have won Bolt, the mobility app, Um competing against the likes of Uber. Um, it's a corporate and public affairs brief. Um, Bolt, as you may know, so it's ride-hailing, car-sharing, scooters, e-bike, car, food, grocery, delivery, the whole lot. Um, so they're going to be handling strategy, engagement, campaigns, raising the profile um, on key issues, things like um, the electric electrification, that's a mouthful, of future cities, urban mobility, um, but yeah, as you said, Bold Space, um, they're doing extremely well. They're up to about 50 or so staff since they launched, which was in 2020. Really nice client base, people like TGI Fridays, Carwell, BetMGM. So yeah, long may their success continue. Very strong agency. 
Yeah, good to see. Um, and a big win for the Academy. A whopper of a win for the very Academy. Very good, very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Burger King. Um, I mean, I think probably one of the most coveted accounts in the PR industry, really, one that I was fortunate enough to work on for several years. Um, so, yeah, they're replacing Splendid. Um, consumer campaigns, press office. I mean, this is all about brave challenger ideas think academy are one of the best when it comes to this type of work um so yeah i'm really excited actually to see what what they're going to do i mean it's big shoes to step into um and the opportunity to do some fantastic game changing work yeah they're quietly um picking up some big clients the academy aren't they they are yeah they're also an agency that is doing extremely well at the moment great reputation for winning and retaining um some big big name clients yeah and they tend to hang on to them as well don't they yeah they do testament to their work um and smoking gun i mean talking about agencies on a bit of a roll um another cracking win for them yeah great to see the northern agencies on a roll at the moment it was something that we saw last month um and it's continuing so they've won vasuni which might not be a name you're familiar with but um i'm sure that's about to change (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sure it is. Philips are the brand owner. Um, what they've done is consolidate their PR and they've put into Smoking Gun all of their UK PR, social and influencer work. So this covers their domestic appliance range. So anything from coffee to garment care to kitchen appliances. Um, it doesn't impact Ketchum, who are continuing to partner with Philips. It doesn't affect Tim Man who um, won the Global Comms Brief last year. But, yeah, significant win for Smoking Guns. I'm really, really, really pleased for them. They're a great agency. Um, and on the the, the trade side um, of Heineken, there's a new agency there. There is. Um, so they've appointed Fleet Street, um, who, for those that aren't aware, are a specialist in the food and drink sector. Um, this covers some of your favourite beers, Foster's, Bira Moretti, um, Strongbow Cider, um, but also stuff like Star Star Pubs and Bars, um, at, which is the sort of tenanted and leased side of their business. So it's, it's a pretty broad-reaching brief. It's all about positioning them as a leading innovator, highlighting the development work they're doing um, in key areas such as the low alcohol category, sustainability, diversity and inclusion etc etc so lovely right. i'm more of a more of a pale ale kind of guy to be honest andrew but I knew um, that, ben. i knew that and and we're talking of, of alcohol pangolin what are they yeah this is yeah this is a great win for pangolin um ballantine's whiskey and they've been appointed as their global agency right. uh, pangolin are an agency that probably don't get as much attention as they deserve very very strong agency um and over the last few years They've done some stellar work for Glenlivet, for Shivas, um, which are part of the Pernod Ricard whiskey portfolio. This is an extension of that. They're going to be building on the True Music platform and the Stay True brand ethos. Um, so, yeah, great, great win for them. Um, and it's an interesting, it's another one of their model, isn't it? Because they're, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're an independent UK agency, but they keep 
winning global accounts and it's they've got a nice a nice a nice little approach that they're that they're that they, get, they seem to keep working keep picking up global work i should say yeah i would say that is probably their sweet spot and the work they've done is extremely highly regarded it's not easy to do global comms they do a great job on the whiskey stuff they're also well known for the work they do for pepsi um but you know they they also are very very strong on the uk side of things as well they just seem to have found this specialism and niche which they're smashing um which is great and we should we should add first light uh uh, handing the the corporate comms on that yes they are an mnc sport and entertainment um do the global um work around their music strategy so it doesn't impact them and red um reliable red i mean they're just they every every other month they win something quite significant don't they? they they do very well as a business they do do very well. It's one of the most solid and stable agencies out there, which makes them sound a bit boring, which they're not. They're definitely not. They, they do great work. Um, they've just won four seasons, um, which they're, they're replacing PRCO after 30-odd years, which is some tenure. Yeah. And they're going to be looking after media relations across all lines of its business, so food, drink, hotels, resorts. But um, I didn't know this, actually, but now I do. They're also in the private jet business, the yacht and residential business. So useful contact for you, Ben. Um, PRCA will continue to work with them um, across Europe, Italy, Germany, France. This is a UK brief. So lovely win for Red. Um, and a social media win as well you've, you've come across. I have come across it. I didn't just come across it. I actually ran this particular pitch. I know it pretty well. That lot um, have won Greg's. And this is, I mean, it's a great win for them. I think every agency in the land would love to get a piece of Greg's action. And that lot have, for those that aren't familiar with that lot, they are part of the Weber Shamwick Collective. They're a dedicated social media agency. And their real strength is building communities using social first content. And this is very much what this Greg's Brief is all about. And just out of interest, any PR firms that we'd recognise on that on that involved in that pitch, or is it is it did they go down that social media specialist route? This is a social media specialist brief, right? Um, and a joint win um, for um, well with Santander. Yeah, so first of two wins this month for Lanson's team, Farmer Farmer. but also a win for MHP. So Lanson's team Farna are handling the consumer side of Santander, MHP handling the public affairs remit. Um, Lanson's will continue to work with them around the cost of living crisis and fraud work that they've been doing. Um, And Tenio will continue to work at a group and UK level. So effectively they've increased their roster with a couple of specialists. Right. yeah, that's um, it's quite a divided brief that one, isn't it? Um, yeah. And and then, but as you say, another win for Team Farm, uh, Lanson's Team Farmer as well. Yes, they have won eToro, um, which is a combined corporate and a brand brief. So um, eToro is the trading and investment platform, um, huge business, thirty-five million odd registered users from across the world. Um, it's a really interesting business because they're leading the way in what is known as social investing, which is where you can interact and copy the trades of more experienced investors. Um, And their brief is around corporate profiling, thought leadership, creative news gen, sponsorship amplification, 
Um, but ultimately, it's all about normalising investing and making it accessible to a wider audience. So, yeah, great brief for them. Yeah, it does. Um, and news from Smarts. Yeah, this is a big, big win for Smarts. Um, British Gas. So they have won the consumer PR um, working alongside BCW, or the agency that will soon formally be known as BCW and be known as Burson. Um, it's unclear to me at the moment the exact remit. It feels to me like it's a project or a series of projects for British Gas. Um, I would imagine quite a lot of work around their Team GB sponsorship, which is obviously coming into light with the Olympics around the corner. Um, but Greg Jones, as you know, took over as CEO of Smarts, I'm going to say a year ago, roughly. More um, money, but yeah. It's a great win for him. I think he'd be absolutely delighted. And formally, you know, he was at Mischief where he headed up the Eon account. I would think that experience has counted for a lot. Um, but yeah, great win for Smarts. They're definitely an agency to watch at yep. the moment. Yeah, no, it's an interesting story that one, isn't it? And as you say, I'm sure it will they'll they'll continue to pick up a bit, some uh, some accounts um, in the future. Um, before we move on to M and A, just give us a, a few thoughts on the state of the um, the PR agency market currently and and how it is out there. I think you ended last year predicting that um, things were turning around and, and and good times were ahead. Well, how's how's that prediction looking, Andrew? Uh, well, I'm always glass half full. Um, <laughs> I think, well, look, as you can see and evidenced by the wins this month, there is no shortage of new business. Um, that's the positive side. I would say less positively, a lot of the trends that we were starting to see in the back end of last year are continuing. There's an increased pressure on margins for agencies. Their cost base are rising due to cost of living, due to staff wage inflation, due to more office space required as people get back um, to a different way of working. Um, clients, I think, are still hesitant. There's a lot of delays in terms of decision-making, sign-offs. There's still a pressure in terms of negotiating decent payment terms with clients. So it's not easy times to run an agency Um at the moment. But having said all that, the work is out there. Great agencies are still doing very, very well. It just means you have to run your agency carefully. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, there's a whole nother podcast on that, right? But just uh, as you look around, how are the, how are the, the, the most successful agencies responding to those challenges? What are they doing that perhaps the, the agencies that are struggling a little bit are, are not doing? The short answer to that question is keeping a very close eye on their margins and making decisions accordingly, quickly and decisively. So, you know, putting that into basic language, if the client work isn't coming in, if the fee income isn't there, if it's being pushed down the line or there's a lack of long-term commitment, you have to adjust your cost base accordingly and protect your margins. And the, the great agencies do that. They don't let these situations drag on and sort of six months down the line thing. But then you, oh, shit, we then, you burn your, then you yeah. burn through your cash reserves and things can get quite serious quite quickly, can't yeah, they? Yeah, you have to, as an agency, make sure you are profitable every single month and you're keeping a close eye on those margins because we don't do this for fun. You know, there is no point running an agency that doesn't make any money. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, M&A, um, just, it's been an interesting month there. Um, uh, so you're going to kick us off with some news um, with uh, from Fantastic Media. Yes. Um, so Fantastic Media have acquired Faith, the brand comms agency. Um, for those sort of not familiar with those two brands, they're two Yorkshire-based agencies um, fantastic media, I think, are probably best described as a strategic marketing agency, but more specifically, the areas they're involved in is the digital web development side of things, social content. Um, this is a merger, really, that's all about improving their collective strength, which is a trend that you know we've, we've been seeing for a while. Um, the two agencies have worked together and collaborated informally for many years. Um, combined, they're now sort of 30-ish full-time employees, turnover of around about 2 million. So, you know, relatively small agencies. Faith was an eight-person agency that's been around since about 2007-ish. Um, but some nice clients, the Mid-Yorkshire Chamber of Commerce, AgriSound, World Kinetic Energy Services. So seems to make sense. Combination of the two gives them a bit of scale, gives them more strength in terms of the disciplines that they're able to offer to clients so a logical one there right um yes it's always a trend that i'm a little bit surprised we don't see more of that one where, where you have two smaller agencies combining to which and it'll probably create um more than the sum of their parts isn't it it's a it's a yes. move that makes perfect sense strategically for a lot of firms yes. um uh, and sec newgate they are a firm on the move aren't they they are they are indeed um there's a lot of activity going on there so i'll try and keep this straightforward um they've just bought a 70% stake in vno group which is an athen based agency that specializes in strategic comms public affairs advocacy that type of work it will vest over 5 years um essentially this is about enabling growth for vno to help them expand beyond the strong footprint they've already got um and it's going to give them some scale and some additional expertise they're they're one of the largest independent integrated agencies in in the emea region they're, they're about 180 fte's you know sec newgate as you know is a beast they're, i mean i think it's fair to say they're probably one of, if not the fastest growing comms network in the world at the moment. Yeah. 50 odd offices. Through acquisition, we should add, but yeah. 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 Through acquisition. Um, you know, yeah. Last year they bought um, Dutch PA firm, We Public, um, after they, they they took about £100 million worth of investment from InvestCorp. Um, so they're not short of cash. They're no. using, but and the, but they're in essence going around the world buying um, what they would perceive to be best in class corporate comms agencies um, in in markets where they want to have a presence. Is exactly is, that, exactly that. So their yeah, their valuation as a group now is sort of over two hundred and fifty million dollars. So you know, yeah. not to be blinked at. No, um, and a perfectly sensible strategy, you would suggest. Um, Real Chemistry. Now, there's another firm that has just had an incredible. I don't know. I was going to say ten years. It's you know, it's a bit more, probably a bit fresher than that. But they, they, they are. They've got some momentum, haven't they? Yeah, I would say it's probably the last five years or so. They've really sort of gone to the next level. They're backed by New Mountain Capital, um, which again has given them this injection of cash to spend. Um, they have just acquired Avant Healthcare 
Um, real chemistry have this medical group within the broader group, which is, you know, approaching 500 full-time employees across real specialisms, medical communications, med ed advertising, medical affairs, um, and Avant Healthcare, as the name suggests, um, are a specialist in this space. They're a medical marketing agency. So it's going to really strengthen real chemistry's expertise in this area. It's also going to add, importantly, I think, some data and analytics and AI capabilities to their offerings. Right. Um, and Havas have been shopping again. Yeah, Havas are very active at the moment. Um this is a relatively small niche acquisition, but quite a significant one. They've just acquired Ledger Bennett. Um, Ledger Bennett are a B2B marketing specialist. They're, they operate um, globally, but primarily EMEA, APAC, and North America. But they have some big, big clients, people like LinkedIn, G Digital. Um, this makes total sense. Havas are going to help them scale. They're, Havas have got a division within them, which is imaginatively called Have Us Business, um, which they launched a couple of years ago, big clients within that group. Um, and this is going to add further skills and capabilities to that offering. Um, so yeah, Patrick Affleck, who heads up Have Us Media Network, which Have Us Business sits within, is on the on a run at the moment. I think they've done three acquisitions in the last couple of years. They bought Search Laboratory, they bought Additive Plus, they bought Expert Edge. So they're really building out this B2B specialism, which is a big growth area at the moment. Yeah, no, it certainly is. Um, Cognito um, is a, a, another agency that's doing well, and it's interesting to see that they've been um, they've been shopping. Yes, they are an independent global agency, perhaps one, again, that is not necessarily as familiar as some of the names we talk about on this podcast. They're about... 10 million-ish in revenue, of which roughly half of that is from the UK. They have just completed a majority acquisition of a, their German operation, which is Cognito DAC. They um, they took a minority stake in the business in January 2023. At that time, it was known as Western Median. They rebranded it. Now they've sort of upped their stake to 80%. Um and really, this is all about giving them access to Germany, and which is one of the largest financial markets in Europe. And Cognito are a specialist in finance, but also do quite a lot of work in tech and climate comms. So fairly specialist. Um, they now, they've got this footprint, which covers Sydney, Amsterdam, the US, Singapore, Hong Kong. So they're, they're broadening out globally and buying in key regions is, is their strategy it's interesting isn't it i think all the well most most of the big m&a's you just talked about are very much at the serious end of pr aren't they they're, you know they're yeah they're, it's which is, oh. I don't know, that's just random for this month but that's that's an interesting thought yeah i think the two big trends that we're seeing are sort of scale and specialism um and yes it you know where a lot of the activity has been has been in corporate, public affairs, healthcare, and actually also travel and tourism, super hot area. Um, the consumer space, the generalist space has been a bit quieter, but um, if I was to get out my crystal ball, I would predict there's going to be a lot of activity in the consumer space this year 
primarily as the big networks recognize the need and comms within their skill set. Um, so I think what we will see is some of the big consumer operators, brand agencies out there being snapped up by the trade, um, but also by who have got their eyes on this area effectively because they bought everything else and the stuff that's left is so rare that it's they've almost outpriced themselves in terms of being able to make it viable acquisitions for, for PE. So I think the the consumer, the brand space, the digital um, space is, is where we're going to see a lot of action this year, although the trends that we're already seeing don't look like they're slowing down. So that will continue as well. Brilliant. Andrew Block, thanks so much for coming on the show. See you next month. See you next month, Ben. Thanks for listening to the PR Moment podcast, produced in association with the Marketeers Network. If you'd enjoyed the show, please do review us on iTunes and give us a decent rating.